you know, I finally decided to head out of this closet, head out in town, grab some bread, and I come back and I'm part of a research study for COVID vaccine. <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I should have just stayed inside of this closet. Hey, Michael, what's going on, bud? How's it going, man? Hey, good. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining us. This is Locked in the Closet series, and today we have Michael of Hopeful, F-O-O-L. Not like hopeful, but it's a play on the words, and we found them and played them on the Does It Stank session and mildly surprised with the first one, but this second uh, song that they came out with called The New Age uh, had us us by the horns, and so we figured we'd sit down and talk to them. And fun fact... They actually got uh, formed during COVID, so we're just going to let uh, Michael take the reins here and introduce the band and himself and who else makes up all the Hopeful Gang and talk about their COVID experience and uh, w- how they came to be and, uh, you know, just let's just get to know Hopeful. So uh, take it away, Michael. Um, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me on the show. Um, my name is Michael, Michael Boyd. I'm the vocalist. Um, we also have Dylan Quartz, uh, who's our guitarist, um, Chris Capagna, who's our drummer, and... Um, Danny, I cannot pronounce his last name, so we're just going to go for Danny for now. Uh, he's our bassist, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's four of us. And, um, so Danny and Chris, our German, our bassist, uh, we're good buddies back in California. Um, and they both moved here at different times and Danny had just moved here, uh, right at the beginning of the year. And they had always talked about getting a band together. So they, you know, they were just kind of getting together, doing a little garage band thing and, um, after a few months, they were like, okay, well, you know, we're actually making pretty decent music. So, uh, they came up and asked me, uh, I worked with Chris and Chris came up and he's like, Hey man, uh, I heard you play guitar. And I was like, actually, I don't really play guitar. I sing a little bit. He's like, Oh cool. Cause I need a singer. <laughs> uh, like, hey, I'll so take it. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually, uh, we had never, you know, hung out in a music setting before. We just happened to work together. Uh, and then I came over and I started helping them write songs. And then, uh, we brought in our guitarist, Dylan, who uh, was living in Colorado at the time. Um, he started sending us music. So, uh, actually the very first song that, sh- that we, uh, sent to y'all, um, on the show, uh, was the very first song Dylan had ever sent us. I had never even met him before. Um, so that was, it was kind of interesting, uh, just, constantly getting music from Dylan and not even actually, uh, having met him. Um, <laughs> like what are all these files? Probably, <laughs> yeah, we, we probably, we probably wrote four or five songs before me and Dylan even ever actually met. Um, and then, uh, somewhere around, I think July, uh, we were in like an Airbnb and we brought him in and we all stayed there. Cause I'm actually not living in Austin right now either. Uh, I live in Victoria, which is about two hours South, but I work in Austin. Um, Oh, like you commute every day. Uh, not every day. Uh, I just, I commute here and there. I, I would say I'll probably work two or three days a week. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But, um, and sometimes I stay with the guys and stuff, but, uh, but yeah, we're kind of spread all over the map. Um, so a lot of our writing and stuff has been more remote. Um, 
but Dylan moved here after we got the Airbnb and we all kind of realized, you know, we're kind of doing something a little more special than we realized. Uh, he actually moved down here uh, about two or three months ago. Um, thanks. So Dylan moved from Colorado to just pursue, pursue music during a pandemic. Right. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, checks notes. Who does that? Yeah. Um, yeah, our whole situation has just been kind of wild. Um, we're all bartenders. Um, oh man, which kind of gives us kind of gives us that freedom. But we were all pretty much out of work whenever the pandemic started. Uh, so we had an enormous amount of free time we normally wouldn't have had. Man, you got um, all you guys got double whacked. You, bartending, yeah. So yeah. there goes <laughs> service industry, and then right. in a band right. that's like ouch, right. double ouch. So how'd you guys right. uh, how'd you guys pull through? Uh, we've just really focused on what we could do, which obviously is writing. Uh, we've handled a lot of our backend stuff, um, getting the, you know, the business aspect of it and everything set together. Cause I mean, that's kind of the crazy part is, uh, we've never actually played a show together. Um, you know, we just started practicing probably two months ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, most of, most of what we've done to this point has been almost exclusively just writing and, um, you know, just getting the the business aspect of getting a band together set up. So, man, so everything literally came together through word of mouth and emails and Zoom conferences and right. stuff like that. Right, right. Um, yeah, like nobody nobody has ever seen us play because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're like I haven't even seen us play. <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, I've never even been in a band before, so I've never even performed in front of a live audience uh, in that capacity before. Um, oh wow, okay. So yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting, uh, the way we've all kind of come together. Um, the other guys obviously have been in bands and stuff to, uh, before, uh, Chris was in a fairly successful screamo band for for seven years called Casca Cassandra. Um, oh man. I know those people all too well. Oh my well, there you gosh. Go. <laughs> uh, well, that's where our drummer Chris is from. Uh, that's how he actually ended up in Texas. They started out in California and then, uh, they moved to Texas, uh, you know, I don't know, five or six years ago, but, uh, yeah, because yeah, uh, Casket was one of the first bands that we were introduced to uh, as a podcast, so we were trying to. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's really it's really cool to see like full circle how this how this all came around because I thought Casket Cassandra was an amazing band um, whenever they were a t- uh, a a thing and uh-huh. and then you know everything whatever happened happened. I mean, like I said, bands come and go, but now here it is five years later <laughs> and we're kind of back to where we started. The drummer's starting a band. <laughs> so man, yeah. this, this, uh, this, this pandemic is, is it like, uh, so Michael and I have been trying to get this going for the past, like two, two days now, uh, maybe actually a little longer than that, but I am actually a, a, a part of a research study for COVID trials. And I got my second shot on Friday and I got to admit, I got to, fatigue hit me hard on Wednesday. I'm sorry, on, on Saturday. And I had a, a migraine on Friday and it just, those two things compounded. And Michael himself said he was kind of sick. Michael, do you think, uh, you were, you were on the, the COVID thing or just kind of like, Oh uh, I, yeah, I, I had COVID. Oh, you have had COVID. Oh, so you, you're a yeah. firsthand. Oh, wow. Well, this is a first. We've never actually talked to anybody <laughs> that's had it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just now kind of getting over it. I'm on the back end of it, but yeah, I actually, uh, been on quarantine for about a week now. So, well, man, can can you can you like walk us through your experience? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it wasn't too bad. I just kind of started getting some aches and stuff, and uh, 
I was like, wow, you know, I'm kind of feeling on the weather. And, you know, obviously with everything going on, you're thinking, oh, well, you know, maybe I have COVID, but you're like, nah. And then uh, I started getting aches. I started kind of feeling like I had the flu. And I was like, oh. So I went and got tested, and sure enough. Um, They're like, winner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, luckily I hadn't really done anything the few days prior, um, realizing I was sick. So um, I hadn't really been anywhere. But, yeah, I've been on quarantine for about a week now. Man, uh, so overall, you're you're feeling pretty healthy, like you're on the back end of this. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely on the upswing. Okay, um, as far as like overall, like trouble breathing, or were your yours sounded more just like achy, kind of flu kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I had like a sore throat and some of that, but uh, I I would say I had mild symptoms of of pretty much everything. I had the aches, sore throat, um, cough, and all that, but it, none of it got too bad. Well, that's man, that's definitely good to hear. Glad that. Uh, no one that we've talked to so far to date has really ran into any complications with outside of friends and family. Uh, when it first hit off, like we spoke to somebody, um, gentleman named Anthony up in, uh, New York where it was just uh-huh. a bloodbath. I mean, it was nuts. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I think I heard that one actually. Yeah. It, it was, it, it was, it was kind of, and that's kind of why we do these things. And, and actually, you know, life has kind of hit me upside the head as far as being able to do these or actually even wanting to have the motivation to do these, like full disclosure, this past month has been rough yeah. at work. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, and I use these as an outlet to kind of like up my spirits and, and connect with people like yourself and other people around the country to make sure everybody's doing okay. Because, you know, you got to make sure that you yourself, you know, to include myself, you know, we got to make sure that we're doing okay. So, sure. Sure. Um, so, so other than that, what do you guys, I've see that you guys are teasing some more, some more new music soon. Yeah. So, uh, because of our situation, we, we write a lot. Um, I think I was looking through my phone the other day. I have lyrics to like 40 songs. Um, Holy cow. Uh, obviously we're not gonna release all that, but, um, <laughs> we're like uh, one big old track. Yeah. Just here it comes. Uh, yeah. You know, just a little three hour, three hour track. Uh, <laughs> like do metal. Here it comes. <laughs> so metal. Uh, but, uh, no, our, our plan right now is to just probably do a song every month. Uh, we initially had the whole EP idea, um, and then just kind of looking around where everything's going right now. It kind of looked like single market was the better way to go right now. Man, you are not you are not kidding. It's like I could have I already saw, and I'm sure other bands did. I already saw that the single thing was trending late 2019, maybe mid 2019. Mm-hmm. where you would just kind of drop this single and tease it out for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, a month or two later, you drop the other single. And the next thing you know, you've got five or six months worth of marketing just already mapped out for right. one EP. So right. how does right. how does that work in, in um, I guess, band marketing? Like you said, you guys did all the business stuff up front. So how did that play into your, your guys', I guess, creation of Hopeful? Um. Well, part of it was we'd just been kind of learning on the fly. Like, I had never been in a band before. Uh, and, you know, some of the other guys had been in bands before, but maybe they weren't, you know, the ones handling all the business on sure. on their other bands. So we've all just been kind of learning on the fly. But um, we definitely got the singles idea, just kind of seeing where everything was right now and just learning how to track our information as we go. Um, and we're obviously playing with different genres and stuff. So that really helps us because rather than do an EP with like six different sounds in one EP, we can do six different singles with different sounds and it doesn't, uh, it's, it's not as weird. 
Right, right. Uh, <laughs> versus trying to sell, you know, six different sounds in one package. Uh, we can, you know, we can track the data from six different songs and see who likes what. Um, obviously, the new age being more in that alternative metal sound. Um, yeah. The next one we're going to do is going to be more of a pop punk sound. Uh, and we're just going to kind of bounce around right here at first and then just kind of see what we what we like. But. I gotta say, uh, you as the singer, it, it, it I, there's something about your tone or your. I can't put my finger on it. And we even when we listened to it, uh, uh, the last does it stank session, we like there's a couple of us that agree. We're like, man, there's just something about your voice that has this like thing that makes you just perk up. Like <laughs> you're like, oh, this, yeah, I, this is different. Like, but I like I've gotten it. so many different comparisons. I think it's just from being self-taught so many years without actually being in any sort of uh, musical environment that, yeah, I don't, I, I've gotten so many different comparisons and they're all over the place. Um, it's like right when you go start to creep up into that higher register, it's like somewhere in that fun range. It's like there, right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as you not being in a band um, ever, how, what was your what was your thoughts on whenever when everybody hit you up and was like, "Hey, you want to do this thing?" And you're like, "Well, sure." Like walk us through. Uh, that. Well, I'm I'm 28, um, so I've uh, it's been a long time. I I got into music. I started writing probably lyrics and vocals and things like that when I was probably 11 or 12, and then uh got really into music when i was like 16 or 17 and it just kind of felt like every time like i was starting to get in some sort of like situation with another person or a couple people that like you know we get together and do music or something uh it just always kind of fell through for one reason or another and part of it too is i just wasn't hanging out with music types so i knew people that would play guitar and stuff but they weren't serious about it sure um so yeah and i mean uh i would say probably around 25 three or four years ago i kind of just stopped really doing a whole lot of music. So when Chris hit me up, um, you know, right. It was, it was literally like a week or two before we went into quarantine. Uh, you know, he's like, Hey, me and me and a buddy of mine are starting a band, you know? And I told him, you know, I, I sang and stuff. He's like, Oh cool. You know, you want to come through? And, and I was just kind of like, okay, you know, whatever. Um, but I really wasn't expecting anything from it. And we sat down that first time and kind of worked on a song and, you know, it was cool. And then, you know, I came back and we worked on another song and, um, you know, it was just kind of one of those things. I just kind of expected it to fall through at a certain point and just kept going and kept going. And we kind of kept all getting better and kind of all started singing together. And we all have different, you know, musical backgrounds. So that was also kind of a hurdle to go through. Um, but sure. yeah, I mean, it was, it's just kind of crazy. Cause you know, I, I, at this point I really didn't expect to, this to happen. <laughs> hey man, but, uh, that's, that's sometimes when the, when the best things do happen. You don't, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Um, cause, cause yeah, I, I come from more of a, you know, alternative metal post grunge background and like Dylan, our guitarist comes from like a metal core background. You know, Chris comes from like a post hardcore, um, kind of screamo background. And, uh, Danny, our bassist kind of does like, you know, he listens to like Scott Punk and stuff, but he he kind of he does different genres and stuff. But uh, like most bass players do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he was actually he's actually kind of also a guitarist, um, kind of a hybrid right now. Um, he's a damn good guitarist. Uh, we just needed him to play bass right now. But uh, <laughs> like, dude, just just trust us. Just do this for like 
just just a play bit. bass right now and but yeah he's also a really good guitarist um but uh yeah you know just kind of gelling together and going through that process and uh and yeah it's just it's, it's honestly been overwhelming considering how slow everything's been going with the world and just quarantine and everything as a band literally on a day-to-day basis it's like <laughs> going so fast um as as though you're not quarantined you're like well we're just we're, oh dude we're we're, we're literally working like yeah like when you called me i was <laughs> i was actually doing several band things just on my phone uh but I, it's it's been so much fun dude i i'm i'm just ready for everything to start opening up and actually being able to do shows and things like that um, oh man, yeah, we've we've uh, Anthony of Come and Take It Productions and Come and Take It Live, our sponsor. He he hit me up, and we're supposed to have our showcase on December fourth, and that's kind of still up in the air. But he said, "Hey man, just you know, start putting feelers out there. You know, let me know if you've got any bites, this, that, and the other." So I feel like there's, I feel like the waters are starting to turn a little bit in our favor. Um, oh yeah, you know, we're always trying to do the best that we can, but man, it's just to the point where. Um, you're just like, golly, like, come on already. It's, you know, right. people are watching, <laughs> watching paint dry over here. Like, right. but, uh, but, but the one thing I wanted to ask about your, the, the, the title of the band, Hopeful, F-O-O-L. What's the story behind the, the, how'd that come to pass? So that was, the name was already in place before I got in the band. Uh, Chris and Danny came up with that. Um, Chris is a, Chris is a super nice guy and pretty optimistic. And I think that was just something for him that he really liked, uh, kind of just being, and, it, and obviously he made the name right whenever quarantine was starting. So it was kind of one of those things. He liked the <laughs> yeah, idea. Of definitely. Kinda, fit. Right. Just kind of spreading hope, um, to, you know, obviously like a foolish extent, um, at this time. Um, and that's also been fun for me because it's, you know, as a lyricist coming in, that was already kind of the expectation and knowing we were doing uh, a lot of rock music and having to use that positivity. Um, it's been a challenge, but it's also been a very fun and welcoming challenge um, to try to write that way. Um, just cause it's very natural in rock music for it to be mostly dark. Um, but to be able to, you know, pepper in those little positive moments within music. I think that's, that's really awesome. Um, yeah. So that's been a fun challenge for me. It, it is, it is this kind of like catch 22 because you know, like when you think of metal, you're like, Oh, just the brutal of the brutal, right. and, you know, right. the breakdowns and the, this and the, that. And it's like, here you guys come trying to like blend a couple genres together, taking some notes of this and that. And you're like, Hey, there's a positive message stuffed in here somewhere. Just stick around and, <laughs> and you'll catch right. the overall vibe. Right. Uh, but I think I think that it's good. I think that it's it's very fitting that a band such as Hopeful was formed during such a you know somewhat hopeless time um, throughout right. this past uh, quarantine. I mean, we've got over two hundred and ten thousand people dead. We've got twenty percent of the infections or I'm sorry, deaths of the globe, and we're only four percent of the world's population. So it's like, right? Whoa! When does the train stop? Like, right. I'm ready to get off. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Damn. Um, but man, I really appreciate your time, Michael. I, I don't want to keep you much longer, but where can everybody uh, find you guys, all the ats and the hashtags and the websites? Uh, where can, do, uh, If there's a merch store, where can they support you guys at? Stuff like that. Right. So as far as, uh, if you go to hopefulband.com, so our name, uh, band.com, hopefulband.com, um, 
we'll typically keep the most up-to-date news there as well as our merch stores on there. Um, and we're extremely active on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we definitely are trying to get our Twitter game stronger. But uh, Ooh, Twitter's, Facebook, Twitter's a tough one. Just a tough I one know, to figure I out. Know. Well, it's something I've never really personally used, and so it's just something I've been trying to educate myself on. Uh, but Facebook, Instagram, uh, just we're under hopeful, uh, H-O-P-E-F-O-O-L. Um, and then hopefulband.com. Um, you'll be able to see everything there. And then we have our next single coming out uh, here in just over two weeks, 12 days, uh, October 24th. So, um, Awesome. There, what's, there, what's the name of that one going to be? Uh, it's going to be called Statues. It's actually going to be Ooh. kind of a pop punk little situation. Uh, okay. But uh, we'll definitely be doing a lot of alternative metal uh things like that i think long term uh we just had a pop punk song so we're just gonna go ahead and drop it <laughs> but uh yeah we're, we're excited to uh, keep putting music out um and yeah we're stoked well cool man I, I greatly appreciate the chance to getting to uh talk to you and figure out a little bit more about the hopeful gang and i'm happy that it was from a former band of you know kind of full circled it and came back yeah someone you knew of yeah that's pretty cool yeah All right, brother. We'll take care. Appreciate it, man. All right, bye.